as the myth turns. Because mythology is the greatest soap opera of all time. With your cultural interns, Eris and Z. Interns because we're not professionals. And we're not getting paid. I am Mac. And I am filling in. I am producer, sometimes. Pizza provider? Pizza provider. <laughs> but what was the, whenever I guessed, what, what do you call the guest? Like, guest, temp intern. Temp intern, yes. Yeah. Occasionally temp intern, but now I am uh, filling in as a provisional, temporary, full intern. Yeah, probationary, yeah, it's yeah. a period. Uh, you might get, might get the full promotion later we're gonna mm -hmm. test it out we'll see. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> z, z's out right now they're ill today we're doing in honor of valentine's day oh yeah uh seduction and kind of like weird sex myths <laughs> hooray <laughs> happy my, valentine's day <laughs> to my wife who was listening to this show yes eris did just yell seduction in the middle of our house <laughs> <laughs> seduction seduction <laughs> to let's talk about succubi and incubi right generally defined as entering in through your dreams oh yeah 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 which it, you know feels very frightening for as as a male who went through puberty uh -huh. and what i understand about <clears throat> nocturnal emissions like I, in, in antiquity I, I can only imagine being an 11 or 12 year old boy and <laughs> being visited in the night by what feels right but is objectively wrong by all the best information you have available. Right. Papa, what happened? You you were touched by a demon. Yes. Oh! Your health and eyesight will fail until you die. <laughs> Welcome to manhood. <laughs> Which is not totally different than the speech I got, you know, in the 20th century. <laughs> I feel like there's some overlap with the whole, like, I don't, were you ever told if you masturbated too much you go blind? That was definite thing I was told, not by my right. parental units, but by other authority figures who should have known better. <laughs> there were authority figures because, uh, you know, I don't know, I hit a weird pre-Clintonian period of, of, of suppression where nobody wanted to talk about anything. Oh, okay. And, you know, it was just mythology in the schoolyard. Yes, it wasn't that you would go blind, it was that you would grow hair. Really? In weird places. Huh. Yeah, and it was not based on it. It was just the mythology yeah. of the schoolyard. I can almost see the logical follow-through of that, because puberty hitching, you're already growing hair in weird right. places. Like, armpits, super weird. Why does that work? I should look up how that works. Anyway, <laughs> but then you're like, well, if it grew there, maybe it'll grow somewhere right. else. <laughs> like, it was, it was like hairy palms. Okay, like, okay. like that was the sign of somebody who jerked off too much, which was deeply terrifying to me as a child who developed very early, and oh, so yeah. start, and it was just like, uh, but what if I didn't? And they're gonna, they're gonna think, but then they're gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had just a little bit later, but like I think it maybe I grew up in that weird time, and I hit just the right age where. Oklahoma, who's notoriously anti-sexual education, mm -hmm. um, were starting to get forced to provide it. And so yeah. they begrudgingly gave us all a 20-minute class mm -hmm. of like, this is, the, not even so much this is what sex is, it's just like, we all know that this is how you make a baby. 
And then, then, then they would tell you how you make a baby. It's like, yeah. this is what how your periods work. Right. They it go was, straight it, into it, there. It, it, and I was like, right. it was go never... back to the how I can get pregnant. Because yes. I've heard some rumors that it only involves kissing. <laughs> and now I'm very alarmed. And sometimes a toilet seat. <laughs> and sometimes a toilet seat. Like... I, I was, I think I was in the, roughly that same period where you would, you wouldn't get sex education, but you would get, here's what's happening to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to give it any context or in relation to anyone else, but here's what's happening to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I ended up having to be, it was me and one of my friends, um, where we actually had very decent sex education uh, by our parents, because I have always been this anxious. And so I came <laughs> home, like, almost in tears, thinking, like, you know, so-and-so told me that I can get pregnant by kissing somebody. And my mom right. was like, we need to have a talk about how this actually works. And so we're like, oh, well, that's so easy to avoid. That's super, you can kiss all you want, no problem. So we went and we told everybody. <laughs> They're like, no, nah, you're fine. Don't freak out. It's just. <laughs> we, I got very neglectful sex education <laughs> because both of my parents assumed the other one had given me the talk. Oh, no. For years. Oh, no. And then when they finally discovered their error, their error, yeah. I was 16 and it was... Too late. Too late enough oh, no. <laughs> to where the information was not terribly helpful. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, Sex Every kids. once in a while I have to... Oh, for sure. Please. Like, and honestly, I'm not, I'm not going to necessarily say there is no such thing as too young. But you can start sexually educating your kids at the very least with like little stair steps at a, at a much younger age than I think people think are. Yeah, I mean, context is king. And yeah. I think you can, it, it should be a continuing thing. Right. Like, you know, well, it can the start introductory with... chapters are not, you know, deep dive. Right. I mean, yeah, you don't have to like bring up like a diagram right. on like one of those like pull right. <laughs> things and they don't even do those anymore that pull down the whiteboard but like it starts right. with where do babies come from right you can kind of start broaching those topics and as they hit a little older and then they start hitting puberty and stuff and, and, and when you have a, a culture that and it doesn't bother me that it's this way that is the sex is very omnipresent yeah kids would get information with no context yes and they're gonna fill in the blanks based on yeah. Bad information from their peers. Yeah. Uh, and guesswork. Yeah. Oh, and, and yeah. kids are creative, but terrible guessers. Right. <laughs> like, you could fill in the gaps, but no, 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 that's not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not how you fill in the gaps, son. <laughs> you're like, it really doesn't work like that, I promise you. Right. Yeah, especially with even less of the mechanic and more of the, the actual, like, interpersonal emotional that? attachments to it kids have some weird ideas because i think what it what has been equated with is you know sex education is like tips for doing sex good yeah which, that's only part of it i think actually kids probably could benefit from that because right. then they're, they're not you know wasting their time with nonsense in their adolescence we don't need like a pornhub-esque tutorial right. but it would it honestly it would have done me a lot of good that's if somebody had sat me down and say figure out what you like first right figure out what you like first before you you try to figure out what somebody else likes right. like and, you and, gotta learn you right <laughs> and, and, and you know also again teaching context is being important because uh -huh. you know 
the mechanics of it are one thing, but also, you know, the right socio-connection yeah. between people. Because I think, especially in a large part of toxic masculinity, is assuming that, you know, assuming that if you do a certain set of things or be a certain set of things, yeah, you will be sexually attractive to the type of people mm. you want to find you, find you sexually attractive. And it doesn't well, work that way. Yeah, I was I was gonna say like there's there's something from from my end, right? Fema, like female passing, female presenting right. kind of thing. Um, and who and who goes out? Well, I go after men and women, but <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, everybody looks good to me, just in different ways. Um, <laughs> it feels like sometimes dudes who pursue me, mm-hmm. they pursued me with this like if I can just find the right cheat code. Like yeah. if I put the game shark in right, I will just unlock all the and I'm like And it's it, it's worse than that that there is <laughs> one cheat code for all systems. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I do this and all women will find me attractive. It's like and, and not only that, women will want me and therefore the sex will be great. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, Because there almost is a cheat code for all women will like me if I do this one thing, and that's talk to them. <laughs> Actually pay attention to what they like and dislike. Yeah, you do that. But <laughs> think it would be so simple. <laughs> I, 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 I think if you do that, some women will like you. The reality is not all women will like you. True, true. Yes, but so. it, it it definitely helps. Yeah, oh, it, yeah, it, do that and that's going to open up a lot more. It's, for sure. It's going yeah. to maximize your chances. Oh, uh, yeah. For yeah. Sure. But it's there's like, no such thing as a sure thing. That's true. Oh, no, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, and also, just like, everyone has their own lives. Right. Maybe they're busy. Maybe they're not ready. Maybe they have, they don't want any any of it at all because they're like, mm, no. But hopefully, when, you, when, when someone's into you, you know how their parts work, and you can maximize your chances once you're in that kind of a context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can, you know... You can embarrass yourself if you, you know, every, all, all the lights are green and you don't know how to drive... <laughs> Car's not leaving the parking lot. No, this is true. Yes. <laughs> this is true. From I have I, I am both I am both ends of that equation <laughs> on many different occasions. <laughs> Weren't we but talking about seductors and seductors? I think we were. So so one of the interesting things I found about succubi and incubi um, is that the the root words for succubi and incubi mm-hmm. yeah. don't necessarily mean like male or female. Mm-hmm. It's more um, one who lays beneath and one who one who lays above. So really, right. just tops and bottoms. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm just like that. I just I'm like I'm done. That's, that's all, all I need. Podcast over. We're good, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, knowing who's a top and who's a bottom is. Essential information out there in the world. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Because you know, you know, heteronormative. So I'm talking a little bit outside of my my mm. particular D and D class. Uh, okay. No, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But, it's fine. but from what I understand, I'll out with it's fine. <laughs> there can be awkwardness if you don't have that. Oh, that, that part defined. Oh, absolutely. Although some sometimes it's like sometimes, sometimes it's surprising and thrilling. Maybe right, I yeah. don't know. And sometimes it's like, but you were so dominant when you were dating me. Now you want, oh, okay, I guess I gotta, gotta put my big girl pants on. What's going on here? <laughs> kind of, I kind of thought that I could just, you know, be the baby in this situation, but nope, okay. I don't know about baby. Be, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, like, more like a romantic baby, not like the weird baby age play. Like, <laughs> no, I meant be baby. You know, sometimes you just want to be pampered. <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever works. Right. Yeah. 
uh, that I'm just thinking about. That one meme with the, you text, like, girls, text your boyfriend and say, I'm thinking about having a baby, and then screenshot the response, and yeah. then, you know, put it on the internet to, yeah. I guess, I don't know, shame your boyfriend? I don't know, this seemed like a really bad idea. But it came up with one funny joke, and I love it, and that's the boyfriend texted back going, but I'm baby. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! I, I quote that every day. Yes, I could see you doing that in in certain contexts. <laughs> it, it's interesting. I mean, I think we're inching up on our commercial break, mm-hmm. and we can kind of widen the lens to talk about Lilith and and, and that sort of. Yeah. It's sort of a progression of of where that came. It, where, yeah, that sort of elemental demon of the succubi and the incubi. Right. And making it a little more specifically cultural, specific to certain cultures. Yeah. I, I actually really like, I mean, I knew this before, but I, I, I researched it and fleshed it out more. Lilith's formation, like the whole myth of Lilith, mm-hmm. was that she, it's from Jewish Kabbalah, and she's the, right. the, she's actually the first woman. Like, Eve is not the first woman. She is. It's Adam's first wife? Yeah, essentially. Which, which... But God made them both equal, and so when Adam was like, I want you to be subservient to me, Lilith was like, excuse you, no. And then was just like, and so, you know, I think God, like, put up a yeah. an ultimatum. Either you be his servant or you can get the fuck out. And she's like, bounce. We'll see you later. <laughs> God created heavens and earth. Divorce. Man. The rib. Everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I actually, I like knowing that she ends up becoming essentially, like, the first succubi. The first, like, almost, like, queen of the succubi. Certainly um, the one with the name. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because it, it came from this place of very, very feministic, like, no, I'm not going to be your servant. What the hell? Well, yeah, it, it, it's, I, but in, in the original conception of it, it, it's it's very willful female disobedience. Yeah. But then yeah. it becomes a very pro-feminist myth. Yes, yeah. As, as, as time goes on. Oh, for sure. Yeah, right. and I, not to imply that the myth wasn't, right. like, the myth wasn't supposed to be a feminist myth. The myth was supposed yeah. to be like, so, this woman is thinking that she deserves things. I, like, I don't see them sitting down to write Genesis. I'm like, let's let's leave a little something for the ladies, shall we? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but I, I, I appreciate that she exists at all. Oh, yeah. And that, and I mean, even if she is now basically queen of the demons, she was there and she put her foot down and said, "No, I want you to treat me with respect." And they were like, "Well, the cast you into hell then." Yes. <laughs> Wait, like, I'm glad you said this, little, because I wanted to test this process. Okay, you're in Eden, and then the fuck with you. <laughs> oh, that worked out really great. So, couple rules: don't eat the apple, or that again. <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, I can't. I guess exactly. And do, do you have to a rib? Can I, I got an extra pinky? <laughs> right. That seems like it's gonna hurt more. Or hey, create me with some differences. Right. Well, I think that's the problem. I think they did that with Will, and Will was like, "Oh, well, that's true." Yeah. So like, I guess I better take it from you. So maybe there's some type of like sympathetic thing going on, and she's gonna wanna be. Your servant or something. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point to go to commercial break because I think we could talk about how Lilith is present in the Hebrew texts, but as they evolved, especially when they became the Old Testament for Christians, because it's a lot different there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, commercial! Hey guys, 
Sisters cutting in for our regularly scheduled commercial break. First, I'd like to thank some of our sponsors, or all of our sponsors. Nobody's <laughs> drunk today. Right. <laughs> Pack Mule Photography. They've sponsored us since the beginning. They are a photography business in Coweta, Oklahoma, and you can check them out at packmulephotography.com. They take pictures super good. I'd also like to thank Mac Boyle. That's me. <laughs> currently, currently temp co-host also our editor and producer and pizza provider you do so much for us and honestly the show probably would have crashed and burned way way before i did pay for your hosting for the second year (laughs) yes very would not have happened without you (laughs) i'd also like to thank our listeners you guys have been great you i just I, I love your comments. I like your reviews. Uh, everything is so good. Keep sending it to me. I need to feel good about myself. <laughs> and I and I, I use all of your comments as, as easy boosts to my serotonin levels. So please. Um, also, I would like to recommend that you all, since you like our show, go check out uh, The Fourth Wall and also our new show, The Holodeck is Broken, which is a Star Trek watch rewatch podcast where we are watching all of star trek all of them all of them every single one at this point we're only really watching the original series yes yeah we're we're, we have ambitions in the next years Mm -hmm. (laughs) to uh (laughs) enter the shows made in the 90s (laughs) yes (laughs) um check us out we're at party apocalypse you can check them out on spotify as your main provider or uh uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Pretty much all the biggies. Yeah, yeah all the biggies. Mm-hmm. So if you can't find any of the fine Party Apocalypse podcasts on your podcasting platform of choice, first of all, I don't know how you're listening to this right now. Mm-hmm. Second of all, let us know, and we will investigate getting those shows on that, those platforms. Absolutely. Yeah. So our random fact of the day. You've heard of the term old as fuck, right? Oh, so it turns out. Well, that was a rhetorical question. Well, I mean, maybe a little bit, yeah. But like, like are, you can quantify that. Are you, are you insinuating that I'm as old as, old as fuck? No, but I've met some people. Mm. But the, the old as fuck is quantifiable. You can actually do some digging. So, life evolved sexual reproduction approximately 1.2 billion years ago. That's old as fuck. However, gotcha, okay. So, right, literally yeah. old as Before, fucking. Yeah, as old as fucking. Yes, yeah, okay. 1.2 billion years. Okay. So, it gives you kind of a... Do you know uh, fuck is actually an acronym for fornication under consent of king? I actually did not know that. Oh, I, that's it really may cool. be wrong. Okay. And I'm just now suddenly realizing it may be something my mother told me. Oh, no! Let's keep moving. Pa- pause while, while Mac has a horrible <laughs> flashback. Uh, um, however, here's another thing, too. Old as balls is actually a different thing. Because when, like... Placental mammals evolved testicles actually happened 65 million years ago. Okay. So, like, that's when balls, like, started to evolve. <laughs> so, when we say placental animals, and I may be trying to ignorance here, these are animals that had, had placenta is involved. In they the don't lay product. eggs. Gotcha. Yeah, because, like, roosters don't have balls. So, we had placental animals mm-hmm. and then balls. And then they actually co-evolved. Okay, that, that, that's yeah. what I was missing. Sorry, like, yeah. It's a sort of a chicken and the egg thing, but what came first, the uterus or the balls? <laughs> right about that, I think there, or if if there was one before the other, it's so close it's hard to quantify. There we go. Okay, um, I can live with that. But basically, like in order for an animal to hold its young and gestate their young actually inside of them, 
the two systems kind of had to like work together. Gotcha. Yeah. And so old as balls. 65 million years. It's quite a bit younger. It's so much better if it was 69 million. I know! It would oh, come on, guys! Just get your shit together! We gotta wait 4 million years for that joke to work? Ha! <laughs> hey, hashtag life goal. <laughs> now I know what to live for. Indeed. <laughs> just gotta, like, I will become immortal. I keep making these necromancer jokes, and they're gonna bite me in the butt one day. <laughs> anyway, that was our commercial break. Back to the episode. Back on the topic of Lilith, it's interesting that the term lullaby is actually der derived from Lilith. Oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah, it's the Hebrew phrase, Lilith Abi, means Lilith be gone. So the song huh. started as a way to ward children of incoming okay. succubi. Huh. Yeah, it was it was a way to sing. sing them at night, Lilith but then be nocturnal gone. emissions happen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which is you know if you're singing it to a pubescent child, it's, you've gone too long. It's like, yeah, like four years old. You don't need to because there's not a lot of that. I you think. would you would hope, I guess. I don't know. I've I mean, also seen a lot of six year olds just keep their hands down their pants, and I'm like, okay. but is that even sexual? And not just it's warm know. down there. I, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just like, I don't know, I found something cool to play with, I think. Yeah, I think kids like, pick their nose all the time, too, so. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking as a, a child who developed early, I think I mentioned this already in this episode, yeah. yes. <laughs> I, seriously, I had, a, I had a mustache in fifth grade. Oh my gosh. This wow. is, this is yeah. not therapy. We're not, no, okay, <laughs> we're not yeah, here to yeah. fix me. No, I got I got tall and boobs in fifth grade, so. so which was not you know. too far off from, like. Norm. Yeah, I think, like mid to tail end of sixth grade so i was at 18 months ish early essentially but it wasn't really too far off i was a good two years ahead of everybody else and it was yeah. that point when you were the only one yeah oh yeah for sure developing. like yeah. look yeah. look at the freak <laughs> we found a quantifiable reason he's different Get him! <laughs> yeah but i always was like one of the tallest girls in my class i was tall for several years and then i wasn't because yeah. I, I topped out at like you know, end of fifth grade, oh, no. and I'm this height. Then. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no, I, I still, I still had a couple more inches to go in high school, but yeah, fifth grade, I think I was already like five foot four, which right. is tall for a ten year old. <laughs> That's like adult height, and then I kept going another five inches, <laughs> and then, and then they were like, "You should play basketball." Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. You are so clumsy. Get the hell off my court. <laughs> That's a shame. No, they didn't really say that. They did the whole, maybe you should try band. And mm. then I tried band, and they were like, maybe you should try vocals. Maybe you should. And then I was in vocals, and they are like, maybe you should try acting. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just try something. Maybe <laughs> like, get the hell out of this, because you can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was really the only other thing that was Lilith related. Oh, oh it, that the, the vernacular in... Like Genesis, mm, yeah. that refers to where Lilith would be, obviously in um, the more Hebrewic, uh, the rabbinical, the rabbinical oh, okay. texts okay. would have uh, obviously had uh, Lilith as a is a human form, mm -hmm. and, and Adam's first wife, and, right, uh, was cast out early. But she, the entity that was Lilith, by the time you get to the King James Bible is referred to as, like, just a, an owl-like creature, a bird creature. Okay. That's in the menagerie of the uh, 
uh, of the Garden of Eden. So, like, yeah. by the time you get to the Nicene Creed, everybody's like, well, we can't have Adam have a first wife. So, um, yeah. let's let let's get some ideas going. Maybe it's a doggy. No, no, it can't be a doggy. Everybody loves doggies. Um, <laughs> cats. Some people love cats. Um, yeah. they're, uh, still, they're still like a regular pet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, it's some kind of bird with really weird claws. There we go. Now, yep. we're, now we're talking. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> Nicene Creed done. Time for Nicene lunch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Lilith was an entity, I don't know, a mythological mm-hmm. figure sure. that I didn't learn about until college. And I was like, you would have been earlier into that. Right, like, I, I didn't really. Re- I heard of the yeah. name Lilith and yeah. the kind of like, oh, some type of demon. But right. I didn't really learn, like, oh, Adam's first wife until sure. college. Um, I, I mean, I was raised to kind of pseudo-vaguely showed up twice a year for, like, Christmas and Easter to a, some mm. type of Protestant church. But, like, yeah, they never... I guess I, just, I have a hard time imagining the, the pre-Eris version of Eris. Like, That's true. The, the Eris under assembly. Yeah, 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 was um, very anxious um, and okay. had lots that of really bad information <laughs> from authority figures who didn't like her researching her own topics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then once I got to college, it was just like, hey, you've got a degree in essentially research. And I'm like, I'm, <laughs> God, there's so much information out here. What? You just let me look this up and read it? I could get ideas. <laughs> and then I got ideas and I turned it to me. <laughs> And that's Eris. Change, change my fucking name to Eris. Allowed Lilith to take you. I mean, homegirl's pretty awesome, I've got to say. Back when there wasn't a lot of support for a pro feminist stand, she was like, nah, bruh. Right. I'm like, oh, I can't really learn more about her. Okay. Go hang out with Eve with the good hair. <laughs> I just want Lilith to just be like, you know, I'm going to take you aside. I'm just going to say some things. <laughs> the only other, like, last thing I know about Incubi. Okay. Before we move on to, like, kind of like lust versus love kind of things that I looked up. Merlin is apparently the child of an incubus and a nun. He's like half demon. No kidding. Yeah. Makes sense. He checks out. Right. Given the minimal Arthurian work I've done. <laughs> I guess I haven't really read as much Arthur as I really thought I did. I Fair did enough. a lot of Lancelot, Guinevere kind of stuff. Mm. And, and Gowan and the Green Knight. Um, yeah. I mean, Merlin, I, not so much. I did, uh, why am I blanking on the author's name, who did uh, The Once of the Future King? Oh, uh, uh, White? T.H. T- T- White. T.H. Yeah. White. I read that, and, mm. you know, that's kind of the beginning and the end for me. Cause oh, okay. Oh, I've got actually the the Morton Arthur by by Mallory. Yeah, like, okay. I've I've read, but like I yeah, I jumped to more of the Arthur's already a king and less of the Merlin right. going like, this it's kid sort of... is prophecy. <laughs> 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 Gotta keep you from dying. <laughs> more epi- more Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, less Phantom Menace. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Jump yeah. straight to the good ones. Uh huh. Yep. 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 yep, yep. <laughs> so one of the things I looked up the idea of like seduction versus like love in general because mm-hmm. seduction can still have some relatively like negative connotations and connotations just beyond any kind of. Forgive, for lack of a better term, erotic or romantic yeah. connotations. Because, I mean, like, in Star Wars, they talk about Anakin being yes. seduced by the dark side of the Force. Right, yeah, yeah enticed to this. Yeah. Um, to some kind of negative behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, um, this this idea has been something that's been popping up all over the place in, like, human mm-hmm. psychology um, of, like, history. Because, like, there's lots of God pairings. That they're like the god of love and the god of lust, and somehow they are 
related or married. Or You'd think like they'd that. be the same one, but no. There's they're, a they usually firm line of delineation. Yeah. Them. Like like Freya and Frey. Right. Uh, literally twins, the brother and sister. Right. But there's you know, the Hindu gods, Rakti and Kama. Kama is the god of love. And you know their partner is Rakti, the goddess of lust. And so it's like Hindu has a lot of the two pairs of gods kind of reflecting similar but slightly different values of the same thing. Right. Hindu, it's going to feel reductive when I say it, but I don't mean it that way. They got a god for everything. <laughs> like yeah. they cover their bases. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there is always something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because seduction is very much an act. Like there's right. love, which could be kind of a static or a dynamic, but there's seduction, which is very much a like there is like the act there's a there's yeah. a thing that like literally happens there's a manipulation at hand yeah yeah, yeah. whether positive or negative because you know there's also sure. you know sometimes the, seduction can be fun for sure absolutely right. yeah. yeah but it is like don't there, hurt nobody there's, there's an act with it and i don't know i guess i guess where i'm going with this is that um there's some people who are like really good at the action of seducing like Casanovas or James Bond. Basically, I'm trying to I'm trying to needle you to talk about James Bond again. Oh, okay, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, he he has a certain seductive quality to yeah. be sure. I mean, nine times out of ten, Fleming or the the filmmakers would write the female characters resistant to his charm, right? Only right. because there's the fun in tearing down those resi that resistance you have to create some type of like literature conflict you have to you know, sure. you know oh yeah i mean the, the yeah. step a then there's an arc and they get to over here which is hopefully different but it, from it, step a it's like in that fighting game where you figure out the one move to do correctly and you keep doing that move <laughs> yeah that's kind of what happened with james bond it's like <laughs> 007 uses seduction it is super effective I'm again like, we'll be like Wait, so he just, like, yeah, he just has the same set of moves. And also with that, too, like, I mean, I think that directly influences that whole pickup culture. Oh, sure. That yeah, whole... Yeah, absolutely. Ten steps to pick up a girl it's, or its numbers or whatever. It's been a long time since I've been a single person. Mm -hmm. But I have... Also, congratulations. Thank, like, yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, but um, I have vague recollections of sometime in not this decade or the last decade, but it would have been the decade before then <laughs> of, uh, losing interest in a person once seduction was, uh, uh, achieved and not like full on seduction, like come to my lair and well, yeah. I have all this velour. It's, um, <laughs> it, it, it could be as simple as getting somebody's phone number. It's yeah. And, 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 you know, like, there was a chase quality to there it. There was a chase quality to it, and then it's like, oh, I'm not really that interested in this person. And I'm not, you don't want to lead them on. It's just more like, oh, well, this was this was nice. Yeah. That's all I needed. <laughs> so. Yeah. But again. I mean, there's there's a little bit of a gamification to it. Um, well, there's definitely a gamification yeah, oh, now because there's yeah. dating apps. And, oh, for sure. Which yeah. my wife and I don't understand even on a conceptual level because we just missed that by a hair. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, are we the last people that actually just met? And I think we, like, we might be. <laughs> Me and CJ met. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But there's a, um, I, I was I was thinking, like, I mean, obviously there's a gamification in terms of, like, pursuer, pursuee. Right. 
But there's weirdly like um it's the way that we respond to like say video games, especially with those those mobile sure. like, clicker kind of games. Or even um, the, yeah, those idle games where you it, yeah achievement bait that achievement tiers. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like and the the part of whatever triggers in our brain to keep us wanting to go do that. Right. I feel like occasionally that's what it feels like trying to like not necessarily date. Yeah. But like a little bit of that pursuing quality when you realize like i think i'm just clicking this button because i'm hoping to see where it goes and then you're like i don't know if i actually like this game yeah you know like you just like i somehow sucked myself into this idea you seduced yourself better yeah yeah Yeah. and they the other person has literally nothing to do with it it was just they were kind of just there you're like i need to take a step back and really reevaluate what i want in a person slash video game (laughs) Because sometimes you play Candy Crush and you're like, I don't actually think I like this, so why am I playing it? Again, vague memories of that. It's just like, <laughs> what? You don't just go home and there's already the person there. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Have being a new a new person to that. Oh, that is super nice. Let me tell you, it's nice. If you are a person who who thinks it might be nice to have somebody just to go home to, and it's he, it's great. If you don't, that's that's totally fine because I've totally met people who. Probably couldn't do that, but they know. They know, and they're just like, if I lived with someone, I would probably murder them. And I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> Those are people who are either too misanthropic to coexist with another person, or uh-huh. too into the game to give it up. There's also that, yeah. Yeah, those are the people that you know paid the money on Candy Crush for extra bucks, <laughs> yeah, so they can you know, uh-huh. yeah, dominate the game a little bit, my brother. <laughs> And then I have a friend who's just sort of like, eh, it'd be nice every once in a while, but oh god, this seems like a lot of work just to like the same person every day. <laughs> I'd much rather just go home to my cat. I'm like, that's fair. I I met you and I know you, and I feel like that is probably the best thing <laughs> for your whole sense of self. The okay. last thing I had was um, something something honeypots. <laughs> Do we know what that is? Or? Oh no, just just oh. the, the whole idea of like um, seduction as a job. Like, uh, a, like spies. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fuck boys. <laughs> License to fuck boy. <laughs> I was actually like the actual spy kind of thing. Sure. Or like they kind of like infiltrate a. Do, do you think there's a lot of a lot of sex based espionage in the real world? You know, um, I feel like not as much as Hollywood tells us, but more right. than maybe logic would would seem would to suggest. Indicate. I can, yeah, I can because there's a lot of board full of themselves politicians. True, true. I could see that. Like I, I, I've seen a lot of stories of so and so's mistress got them in trouble, and it makes me wonder if the mistress wasn't maybe it's a sleeper agent. Or yeah, or you know, or it had been flipped by another agent, kind of thing. Which you know, it's reductive. I think it, I think it happens more with the lady type. Right. seducing the man type. I think it doesn't usually happen the other way around. It, it's reductive to think this way to a certain degree, but I think that might explain part of the legend of Monica Lewinsky because she's now, like, a superhero. Yeah. Do you follow her on Twitter? I do, yeah. She is the best. <laughs> like, right, and I... She's the I hero feel, Gotham needs right now. She really is. And, like, I feel so bad because yeah. I had bought wholesale into this idea Everybody that did. she... And then I'm like, holy, like, she was, like, 21? 
22? Yeah. I mean, she was an intern. She was, like, in college. And I'm like, Absolutely. oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. This was, <laughs> she was the victim here. Like, as much as she was maybe consensual, but there was a power dynamic and there was a that power was dynamic problem, but not also, healthy. In, in a just in a healthy life, how many people would want the things they did when they were in their early 20s <laughs> to be the subject of tomes of presidential literature? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But that she had all of those those awful, awful things happen to her. Mm-hmm. And she is like a positive yeah. presence in the world. That she is the most Batman a actual human person has been. Yeah. I'm gonna say that. Yes. And in yeah. all the best Batman ways and having the right. worst and trying to turn it into something that mm-hmm. is useful. That your pain people. is your strength and you your pain can, is the strength yeah. and, and you are trying to make sure as best you can that pain doesn't happen to other people. Yeah. Yes. Monica Lewinsky is Batman. I I I want to like Photoshop that. <laughs> I would. I would buy that. I'm t-shirt. just gonna tweet her right now and be like, yep. "Hey, can you get a Batman mask really quick? <laughs> <laughs> just I need to prove something." <laughs> Frank Sinatra was charged with uh, seduction. Yeah. But the lady was married, so it didn't. Due to the actual law, yeah. the way it was written, it yeah. did not work if the person was already married, so he was acquitted. Which, if anybody in American <laughs> culture would have been on the hook for seduction, it was Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Alright, well thanks for listening everyone! Happy Valentine's Day! We'll catch you next time! Bye! Bye! Thanks for listening! And don't forget to... Like, 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 like... And subscribe to As The Myth Turns on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And email us at asthemythturns at gmail.com. Transcripts for this episode can be found at our WordPress site, asthemythturns.wordpress.com. Our theme song is called Fretless by Kevin McLeod. You can find this song and all his others at incompetech.com.